everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. My name is Steve. With me, as always, is Cobtron, my robot sidekick, <laughs> <laughs> who's really called Colby. And today, we are talking Outlander Season 7, Episode 8. And we, yes. uh, oh yeah, what do you have to say here, Cobtron? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was just going to say what you were going to, what you just said. We're talking Outlander, <laughs> the half finale how would you say it the mid-season finale that's it of outlander um episode eight today we're going to be giving you our thoughts of the show we're going to recap it a little bit um but yeah generally uh what do you think steve i i really love this episode um and you know we we were both i think we both hadn't watched this episode we were waiting for a few more to build up um yeah. so we had we could do like we have been doing and then someone in the comments told us like, "Hey, this this is the mid season finale. You need to cover this because um, exactly. it it's, might be a while, especially with the actor writer strike going on right now. It might be a while before the second half of the season gets released um, of Outlander here. So we're covering episode eight. I I love this episode. Uh, yeah, I'm the I'd say the season has started picking up um, totally. during our last talk mm-hmm. um, when we covered." I think four through seven mm-hmm. and I loved this episode. I hope the show doesn't slow down after this. I hope we don't just go to Scotland right. and just hit a wall with this momentum yeah. we've had um, because well, I've been really yeah, into yeah. it. We'll, we'll, we'll do the spoilers here in a sec, but yeah, I, I agree with you that uh, it was the season is definitely getting better kind of episode by episode and definitely ended a halfway point on a very high note. We had, um, kind of what we've been hoping for in this episode. In the last couple episodes, we were really hoping for some significant Revolutionary War stuff. Yes. And we we certainly got some. Uh, we'll talk about what we got in this episode here in a second, more specifically. But yeah, I, I, you know, I hope they don't slow the momentum down. I could see that happening based on what happens at the end of this episode because they're sort of just doing a, uh, they're going to be in a completely different setting than what they were in all of a sudden. So I can't imagine it being quite as exciting um, yeah. as it's been. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there is there is something else going on in the show in Scotland that'll be pretty exciting. Um, we'll talk about all that in a second. Do you have any other non-spoiler stuff, Steve? No, I I we I don't think we rated any other episodes for this. Yeah, we'll we'll so. probably wait to rate the whole season. Uh, but... Just straight up for an episode, I did. I texted you after I watched it. I was like, "This is like a nine out of yeah. ten episode for me," mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I stand by that. It was. Mm-hmm. It had heart, action, um, some some good kind of, I guess, fan service near the end of it. Um, history, maybe some nostalgia, cool history stuff. We love that. Cool, like um, Claire and Jamie, like intimately interacting with history yes <laughs> which i which i like yes um let's let's get into the spoiler talk then here for yeah. this spoiler alert everyone everyone everything from here on we're going to spoil the episode of episode eight of outlander season seven and then we could probably spoil anything else before it comes to that too so if you haven't seen outlander you know what are you doing watch outlander and get back to us but i loved this this episode for the massive battle that happens mm-hmm. and then they get back to Scotland um near and the if end. You remember how um 
the previous episode ended was the first battle at Saratoga, the first part of it. And the episode ends with Jamie on the ground. Like, we don't know. Did he get shot? He sort of went against Claire's wishes and was, he was supposed to be a, a sharpshooter. He was supposed to be like far away from the battle. Yeah. And he was not, he was like right in the thick of it. Um, it looks like he got hurt to some degree. And so that's where, uh, this episode starts is with, um, people trying to rob Jamie. Yeah. This was a interesting scene. It's, it's this woman and her son and they're just robbing bodies and it's like, all right, you know, people are down on their luck. That, that kind of makes sense. It's, it's kind of a shitty part of humans. Uh, but then when I, I lose all empathy for them, when they find out he's alive, they see he's stirring because uh, they're scavenging Jamie's right. presumed body. And then they see he's alive. So she's like, Oh, we've got to finish him now. Um, and they're, they, they just found the picture of William that Jamie keeps on. And they just like tossed it away. Um, but then Claire like just comes out of nowhere with a sword, just whips yes. it up. Um, I love this little was awesome. badass Claire moments like this. Yeah. Dude. I love Claire, you know, and she was just like, get the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. so good. Was um, good. and, and then, she ends up then helping Jamie up and then she ends up finding out he caught his hand sliced, like right yeah. in the middle here. I guess he caught a sword like this during the battle. Oh and, man. And he also, then he got kicked in the head by a horse. So yeah. <laughs> rough day, rough, rough day to say the least. Rough day in Saratoga for Jamie. Pretty, pretty badass though, to catch a sword like that. And, I know he probably killed Man, the guy, his but. hands. Like how his, the listen, he's going to have some arthritis. He's going to have some scar tissue built up, probably some, some oh, wicked, right. uh, you know, his hands like some tractures in that. Yeah. By the time he's I forgot because he got 50, he's going <laughs> to, he got tortured by, uh, uh, old Jack Black, Jack. Black back in season one. And his hand was all messed up during that nail through the hand. Yeah. Nail through the hand. Yeah. Good old nail through the hand. That's oh, never, never feels good. So yeah, so um what if what if they brought back and Jamie was dead? That would be Man, that'd have been sad. Pretty disappointing. No, I know. <laughs> he's, he's probably but you know, it's it's a toss up between him and Claire, but besides Claire, he's my favorite character in the show. Yeah. For sure. I know. Um I mean and, and they showed when they showed his body at the end, it was I had no fear whatsoever. Yeah, I had no I it's really like, didn't think so. But, um, but yeah, he actually fared off uh, a little better than I thought he would, um, after that battle, which is good. And, um, apparently like Jamie looked at this battle as a victory because they didn't, uh, concede the ground. Right. Yeah. Um, even though they didn't do what they, they didn't gain anything either. Yeah. And I, I think I heard in the episode that the, the British army lost more men, yeah. um, but uh, the British are still claiming the victory. Yeah, they're because, claiming it. Yeah, because the it was the the American the rebels here who retreated. Mm-hmm. So it it sounds like uh, it's it's really unclear like how this is considered victory for anyone, and that's why they've got to do a round two later on here. Yeah, um, and then, so yeah, uh, Claire stitches up his hand. Um, and she said, yeah, there, there needs to be some decisive battle that makes the mm. French want to join this. 
She's um, talking. She's talking like from a historical standpoint. She knows like what needs to happen at about this time of the war too. Mm. And she's like, so like if that battle wasn't it, there's got to be something else that does it, you know? Yeah. Um. And she doesn't know everything. And that's the thing is too. Like people keep asking yes. Claire history things. Like, like, all right, well, you're from the future. When does this happen? When does this happen? She's like, I was a doctor. I got. <laughs> I took <laughs> history as an elective. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a historian, you know. But but honestly, for someone who is, she is like extremely. She remembers way more than I think I would remember. That's why uh, if I went back in time, like I would have been like, I don't know damn, about the Battle of Saratoga. Like I know, <laughs> I can't remember Boston Tea Party, and then eventually we won, <laughs> and the French were part of it, and. I think I know about Bunker Hill. You know, and she's it? British, and she's British, and she like knows. Yeah, you know? but she's American uh, inside. She's American on the inside, you know. <laughs> I guess so. Where where it counts, um, you know. Anyway, so yeah, so she's saying like there needs to be another battle here, and she's still mad at Jamie. She's like, you're not supposed to be getting involved because I mean, like their plan ultimately is like they went up this way to go to Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they started heading up, and we were kind of like, oh no. They're not going to get any revolutionary war stuff. They're just going to like go buy it and go to Scotland. Um, and then they get pulled into this, which we're really happy about. But at the same time, <laughs> Claire's freaking out yes. because um, like this would ruin everything. You know, if he got killed, obviously like, you know, yeah, they just thought this would be a side quest. They didn't know it'd be like Jamie's got too much of that dog in him, too much of that dog in him that he needs he feels like he needs to battle. He needs to be part of this. He's too honor bound. You know, He's too honor bound. Also, we we get to see Ian, young Ian here. Mm-hmm. Um, Rolo licks up some medicine. It was like turkey fat or something for Denzel. Um, so then Ian go gets medicine. He brings it back to Rachel. And they start to kiss. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, but then he stops her and says, she'll die. Because people who love him will die because of the the promise that was made by uh, what was that guy's name? Archbug. That's right. Archbug said he was going to take something away from Ian because Ian killed his wife when she was uh, trying to steal the Jacobite gold mm-hmm. um, from underneath their house that was burnt down. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so anyway, though, he said that he leaves. She goes to her brother. His, her brother says... You know, even if you wanted to marry this guy, our Quaker oatmeal community would not accept him because <laughs> he is not an oatmeal boy. He is a soy boy. And then so she, of course, then agrees. Yeah. But she's sad. No, she's sad. She's sad. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm sad for Ian. Like, Ian, like, has had a rough go of it. With the ladies, dude. But he, but he has Come also on, turned himself into a badass. Yes, he's like really become a badass, and he he has a pretty awesome badass moment in this episode. Oh yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. Um, I think one of the most interesting parts of this episode, though, was when they are at camp, um, with Claire, and a new character introduces himself, and this character is Benedict Arnold, which. Um, anyone who takes history class in the U S certainly knows Benedict Arnold and identifies him as a traitor. I think probably even people um, who don't know a lot about history. 
yeah. will will know like the term Benedict Arnold. You know, yes. they might know it from some point, and just they just know it means a traitor. Yeah, um, and they might not know what part of history it's from. Right, but um, that's that's what his names become synonymous with, and we were excited for this part because, um, our friend Rod Hallett plays Benedict Arnold. Uh, we knew he was going to be. We were like anxiously anticipating when he was going to come into the show. We had him on the podcast earlier this year. We briefly talked about before the show Outlander came out. Um, his role and we we kind of think he undersold it to us yeah for um, sure i don't remember he, how much we kept in the podcast because we we talked about it some not breaking yeah. any contract stuff but and it's he really downplayed his role because we saw that he was on imdb in the show for like several episodes i think we saw we talked that's about what it said imdb and he corrected us and said no 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 i'm not in that he's like episodes. oh you you'll if you blink, you'll miss me. His, yeah, he his said something. Yeah. He said something to that. He was basically making us think it was a pretty minor part. I thought uh, in the show, and so like we, it, my, we talked about like the George Washington cameo in in the show, yeah, right? Where he really he just shows up. He says, "Oh, it's George Washington," and then that's that's in and out. That episode. really cool and memorable moment, but very brief, you know. Mm. So that's kind of I was like, "Oh, they could do that with Benedict Arnold," you know. Yeah, they could even they could even do something like see Claire talking or see him in the distance and Claire just telling Jamie, oh, that's Benedict Arnold. He's going to be influent and then don't even interact with him. But that's not the case in this. Mm -mm. He has a big role in this episode. Yeah. Um, and then actually Claire ends up having a big role in his saga, which is cool. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but Benedict Arnold comes in as the sort of highly intelligent guy as is. And kind of, I would say, empathetic. There's something about him when he's talking to Claire that's just like makes you like him, you know? Yeah, it's it, you. I don't think of him as like this shitty bad traitor. He's just like, you know, he he talks. So they end up start talking out. Uh, they start to talking with each other because hmm. it's and we don't even know who it is at first. He's like, hey, they want to swap medicines, or she needs medicine. He offers her. Yeah offers to use his thing and then they both talk about laudanum and they both act sort of suspicious of each other being addicted to laudanum mm -hmm. um and and then uh eventually jamie comes over they're talking with him they're having like this philosophical debate about uh if you should know your limits uh, or you should do something more than your limits um and then jamie even quotes uh, robert browning uh, to him who's not yet born um yeah but then he introduces himself then as benedict arnold as he's walking away and claire's uh, just like damn what <laughs> and, th and i thought that was all his role was going to be then based off right. of what rod had told us i was like oh he's going to walk and in sam benedict arnold and then she's even sort of summing him up and they're like a voiceover of him exactly, as he's walking yeah. away and he looks kind of like stern and you're just like, oh, that's that's it for the episode. But it's not like, it. okay. That that kind of <laughs> adds up to what Rod told us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was pretty cool. She tells Jamie that this guy plays a huge part, um, and that he actually um defects to the British, right? Yeah. But she also like talks about how like we need that to happen, you know? Yeah. And She's like, so I know that he does defect. And then that we win the war. So, so she's like, I think they must both need to happen then for, for the Americans yeah. to win the war. 
you know? Exactly. Um, so it's, exactly. it's kind of interesting, uh, with that then, uh, but, but, but she but doesn't also know then too. Like yeah. I, I feel kind of empathetic for what we started saying is, yeah, you feel kind of empathetic for him because I don't know if it's right at the beginning or, or later when she's talking with him later, but he's just, he's just kind of like, you know, like I've got shot in the leg now twice. And like, like this time I've helped organize this, this thing to help us win this mm-hmm. battle. And like, I'm not getting any recognition. Like no, no. one's even coming over here to check on me or anything, even though I've got yeah. shot in the leg. Cause apparently, like, um, I think I... Henry Louis Gates, who <clears throat> is like not giving him the, um, the recognition, like when he has writers talk about and... it, they don't mention him, even though he's such an instrumental part. He's, he's like Uhtred. He's Uhtreding it. Hey, he's getting you know, Uhtreded right now. Any recognition, but, um, so you kind of feel bad for him. It's just like, like in the grand scheme, grand scheme, scheme. of things, yeah. not getting recognition when you're already like an officer in the military, you know, yeah. maybe it's not the toughest thing in the world, but it's got to suck if you feel like you're doing your job and well. It, and it sounds like it, it happens repeatedly to him. Yeah. And like, we saw what he does in this battle, you yeah. know? So when they get to the battle, uh, it's, it's a great battle, but he is like on he's a horse. It. He's in it. He's directing his men. Um, you know, he obviously does get shot at, at one point, but it, it's pretty badass. You know, he's ordering Jamie at one point to shoot his uncle. Um, was, not, not thinking about it, you know, but like, yeah, he doesn't know the really, he doesn't really realize it, but, um, Jamie like turns and shoots at who ends up being his son and knocking his hat off, which is crazy. Instead of his uncle, who was killed his son. It's bad. Um, wild. It was wild. So anyway, regardless, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so we see that Benedict Arnold, you know, was fighting hard, hard for the Continental Army. And exactly. it puts Claire in this really funny position to like have a direct impact on history based on how she answers his question. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's like literally like asking her, like, Am I being unreasonable <laughs> for feeling these things toward <laughs> towards Gates? Um <laughs> and she's like, and nope. Yeah. yeah. Like he's sound he's sounding super envious and, and all mm-hmm. this. And she has to basically say to him, No, no, you're justified in feeling those things. And he's like, Oh, okay, good. Then I'll I'll defect. I'll defect. He's like, Is it possible to learn this power of yes. promotion from from the American side? Or, or or right now or she's like, like not from the continental not from a continental soldier <laughs> or continental colonel <laughs> use your envy give in to the british side not from a jedi <laughs> not from a jedi um so she just goes straight palpatine with your straight palpatine with anakin who is uh Sorry for the, if you don't get Star Wars, uh, you know, quotes, people get, help us out here. Get, watch some, watch the prequels, um, watch episode yeah. three at least. But I thought this was such a funny, like little moment. Like what if Claire said like, yeah, you know, you, you're just like thinking internally right now. Like, it's not about you. It's about what's good for everyone. And then like, and Benedict Arnold's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm going to commit to this yeah. continental army and I'm going to put my ego behind me and and then, and the thing and is too, Benedict the, the, Arnold is like world dominator. Like he <laughs> takes over everything. He's our first he president. The first president. He takes over like 
all the Americas and Europe and everything. <laughs> all because Claire told him. Or or he becomes his shining man. You know, he becomes the yeah. greatest person ever. That would be inter- wouldn't that be interesting? Like he, <clears throat> yeah. Is that the but thing maybe is, he would have lost the world war then maybe who knows maybe yeah maybe we lost the war but it's um so yeah it's that's it's it's kind of funny to talk about but it's also it's kind of a, a cool heavy moment because it's up to her because she knows everyone only remembers him for being a traitor that's like it's it's like people in our day and age now be mm-hmm. like you benedict mm-hmm. arnold you know what i mean and and just because of this one thing he does, you know, and, and you can see he's, at least how the show is portraying him. Right. Um, he, he's, he seems like a pretty stand up dude. Yeah. And it does. And in, in his show, head, yeah. it's not like, I want to be a traitor. Maybe necessarily. It's, it's just like, um, like I want to go, I want to go get, I want to work for the company. that's going to get me a promotion. <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of how he's I thinking. Guess. It's, it's a war. I mean, that's how he's looking at it's it. It's a war, but okay. I mean, yeah, it I is. He, um, he would definitely be a traitor. Listen, I'm not. No, saying but I, I see what you're saying here because, like, Claire now is in a position where, like, um, I have a chance here to like save his reputation, and he's been a good guy to me since I've known him. He seems like a really nice, respectable guy who like was willing to put his life on the line for the Continental Army here. Um, yet. I need to go ahead and make sure that his legacy is always tarnished so that we can win the war. You know, got to tarnish this man right now. Yeah, actually you should, yeah. you know, give in to your hate, you know, give, it. give in to your hate, you know, so really interesting. Um, great job by Rod Hallett. I think I, he, he, he is great. Like what we really good. He's what we really saw good. from that, that show Rose or whatever. Red it was. Rose, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a good show or not, uh, but his part in it, was i mean he was really well acted by him really well acted and i love constantine so this guy's Constantine's got fantastic yeah he knows what he's doing um he's like the nicest guy if you haven't seen our interviews with him please go check him out you'll love him um oh you know what yeah. too like there's a series i love the stormlight archive um I, i'm sure it's going to get adapted into a show or something one day but there's a character called dalinar colin i think rod would be great for that yeah. character i think so i might even cool. tell um cool. to keep an eye on it but yeah i think i'm, I'm calling it now you heard on the calling screen. it it's here's if, the first time if he does one day i think he would be great that's great um but let's talk a little bit more about this battle though because this battle was sweet. Is, sweet it is it the best outlander battle we've gotten like i think it's the longest it's definitely it's the longest. It felt like here, the longest. Let's, let's put it this way: the way Outlander usually does battles is sort of artsy, and um, they don't show much. They usually like the last like couple moments of an episode. If there's a battle or the beginning, they'll show like maybe like a quick montage of like quick scenes, and it lasts a very short amount of time. It's not like the other shows we like. Um, like we last really get it. Where like yeah, you get a lot of the details of the battle. You get more of a flow of the battle. Um, it's definitely glazed over a little bit, even though it looks cool sometimes. Yeah, I would say, like, for example, like the Battle of Culloden, the, like the clips of it we do get look great. They look great, but we just get so little of it. And it's uh, so edited apart. There is a version on YouTube where you can watch it all together continuously, fantastic. and it's it's still only like five minutes long. And it's the battle itself was, I think, less than an hour. 
because the British had them so outmanned. So I'm just right. like they, they. I feel like they could have, they could have potentially shown the whole episode. They should could have shown the whole battle in an episode. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of Outlander fans wouldn't have wanted that, but they could. I still think they should have and could have showed more, just because they were building up to it. They're always like the battle clan, the battle clans, battle clans coming, and then it just. Um, yeah, and I guess I don't know. Maybe it's hard. Like, like Leventa always says, like in these battles, you want to tell a story in the battle, right? Mm-hmm. This episode, there's definitely a good story going on within the battle, and I think yeah. that helps it work. Um, and maybe some of the other ones, like they've definitely focused on the story of like Blackjack and and Jamie fighting each other, although it sometimes felt like a dance. Um, yeah, but, it could have been better. It could have been better, but there are definitely some other storylines in that battle they could have like shown more like i could have shown um preston pans was good remember that before Kaladin? Yeah. it was in season two where they're fighting in the mm-hmm. smoke in the field and everything that's when i told you to watch the show is when yeah. i saw preston pans i yeah. texted you like you need to watch that but i would say this is the best battle we've had in a long time yeah the, the last one i can think of is the one where jamie but besides the the one in the episode before this was where jamie uh killed murtaugh um I think that was season five, mm-hmm. um, which was which was a good little battle in the woods. Um, right. But yeah, I'd say this is probably the biggest feeling scale where it's just continuous and they're not, they're not yeah. cutting away and trying to be too artsy with it. They just show it and they just yeah. let you love it and enjoy it. Yeah, and it and was Jamie good. Is you know being an awesome sharpshooter um, from behind some logs and uh they're in like coming out of the woods it looks pretty cool and there's a you know an infantry of the british soldiers with his uncle leading them yeah benedict arnold's just straight up like take out the leader (laughs) like take out the jet the general here we're gonna get and so jamie is ordered to do that because he's the best shot but he can't like we already mentioned and he just turns to some other random soldier I think this is the moment he shoots off his son's. Yeah, so he he just thinks it's some random guy, and he just shoots off the hat of the guy. I don't know if he was even shooting for the hat. I wonder if he was even just shooting for the head of an enemy. I think maybe he just missed a little bit, and he got he got lucky because it was his son. And he yeah, then he realizes his son. He's like, oh my god, and like that changes everything for him in that moment for this battle. He almost. I I feel like he tried to miss his cousin and almost kills his son. (laughs) Like for, for, I know. <laughs> and anyway, somebody ends up killing his uncle or his yeah, cousin. General Simon his uncle Fraser. Or his cousin? Uh, cousin. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's his cousin. Okay. Um, that's a Fraser though. Simon Fraser. Fraser. And someone ends up shooting him, but Jamie's mentality goes from, okay, just trying to win this battle to like, I want to make sure my son doesn't die. And that like helps motivate him to storm that freaking wall and like jump over it and he's like looking this for amazing yeah so, so like we've said outlander has in the past sort of it doesn't focus too much on the battles and when this battle started they were there wasn't even like a build-up to it like the last episode where they like build right. up they see them lining up and so i thought that was going to happen again we don't see any of that they're already out in the fields like shooting when the battle yeah. and i'm like oh shit and then when he shoots uh uh his son's hat off and then I, I kind of felt like when the British were running away, I was like, I was like, oh, is it just going to end? But no, they chased them down all the way to the fort. 
and they climb up the walls of the fort and they get it. And there's still some battle going on inside the fort. Like you see them taking the fort now. And I'm just like, this is amazing. This is amazing. It's just awesome to see Jamie do something that badass, right? Yeah. Uh, It was great. He's just running through explosions, like to get to the wall, like grenades being tossed, like little bombs. Yeah. And, he climbs that wall like it's nothing. Like I, I think I mentioned to you that like it felt like in the Northman when he climbed the wall. Yeah, that was feel I had Northman, you know, which was that badass. Was sweet. And yeah, so it was. I think those were um, mercenaries um, with the British there. Those yeah. guys with the blue hats and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which was which was a cool touch because I remember learning about that in school. I couldn't tell you. I think it looked. I want to say. But... I want to say. I want to say like German, maybe even? Could be German. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. If yeah, you know, definitely distinct uniforms um, here. But yeah. um, sweet, and we see him fighting dudes in there and shooting and stabbing, and and then we even eventually like it looks like uh, uh, at one point he thinks he's like going to fight William, but it's not just some other guy. So he's right. no problem. He's no no one has a problem shooting that guy. And then <laughs> and eventually else's son. young Ian comes down and just like full, full cultural appropriation just starts, <laughs> starts, just starts killing people. Dude, could you imagine seeing that in battle though with a war paint? Oh, that'd be, be that, that would scare me. I, that was, that would scare me. Um, even if it was a much smaller person than me, that just see this person covered in war paint with axes, I'd be like, "What am I like? I'm in a nice coat." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So yeah, man, that was um, sweet battle. Ian coming down, being a badass. You know, it was awesome. And and they they take the fortress, um, which is pretty sweet. Um, one of Oh, oh, and we forgot to talk about too. There is a uh, before the night of the battle, uh, Colonel Morgan, who I think is the guy who recruited Jamie into their sharpshooter group. Yeah. Um, he uh, shows off his back. Well, you know, before before he shows off his back too, it kind of it was kind of giving me vibes of back when that's right. Uh, uh, Jamie and um, uh. Uh, Dougal McKenzie, when they were out on the road, they were trying to get support for the Jacobites. Um, they and they're telling them. stories about how bad the British are and everything. Yep. And I was kind of getting those vibes. And then at some point, uh, before he shows off his back, I'm just like, I think he's going to like show off his back here. And like the way they're having, like they're focusing on Jamie looking at him. And it's, it's, it's like at firelight and he shows he was whipped mm-hmm. 500 times by the British. And, uh, and Jamie, I think this is also kind of helps sell Jamie. Like, like he's going to this battle no matter what. Battle. Yeah. Cause, cause Claire has been trying to tell him to not like you're mm-hmm. hurt and you, you almost died last time. Like, but he's got to do it. And his back is just like covered. He was whipped 500 times or, or he says it was, I counted every lash it was 499. He missed the, he missed one, but I didn't tell him. And I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, this awesome. was an awesome scene. Awesome. Like it, it just reminds me of like classic Outlander, but like at the same time, it's this new setting and, and you just see the parallels between 
Jamie back when he was a Jacobite mm-hmm. uh, suffering British rule to, to now um, here in the con- continental side. So it's just, it's really cool. Um, Love it. Love yeah. it. Battle happened though. And it was awesome. Great battle. Great battle. Um, very, very memorable battle. And yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Jamie's cousin um, is going to be on his deathbed after this too. And wants to see Jamie. So actually the British invite Jamie over to say goodbye and they have a great send off with each other too. This is, this is my bro moment. I think it's my bro moment here. Yeah, I think so. This was an awesome bro moment between Jamie and his cousin, Simon here. Yeah. Cause you know, he's coming from the other side here. You know, he's, yeah. he's not with the British and they're inviting him over to see their general. And, you know, they just lost this battle and, uh, he's getting to spend time with him. And, and Simon tells him like, it's like, it's all right. You know, like I'd rather be here with family. I don't care what side you're on. And they right. speak Gaelic to each other, which again, yes. classic. I miss the Gaelic stuff, you know, just, it just reminds you like when I, when we first started watching Outlander, it just felt like it's such a different world we we set foot Mm -hmm. into, you know, Mm -hmm. even though it was real history, you know? Yeah, exactly. That was, um, that was pretty cool scene. You know, that was a cool scene. And I just, the British are like respectful with those kind of things. You know, they have rules of war. Like Jamie's yeah. allowed to come over and do this. And even Jamie, another cool Scottish thing is he leaves the tent door open. Uh, I think they even tell William that like, this is so um, his um, soul can leave. I think something like that. something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so that was cool. I don't know if we've gotten that before. I don't think we've heard that. before. I don't think you've heard it before, but it's, it's, it's still cool to see. It's, it's to me, it's like um, when we're watching the last kingdom, and like first we're like getting all the Danish culture stuff. And then uh, like in season four, like we see uh Stuart like cutting your hand for the river for like good luck and stuff. It's just like, it's just, even though it's like new and cool, it, it's, it's just, it's different and just brings you to, it just brings you back to this. Like yeah. there's this other worldly thing that we, we don't, it's not like part of our culture anymore. Right. You know? Right. <clears throat> so cool. Um, And there was a William Jamie moment here. Yeah, William um, is outside. He's just talking to some other guy, and he's basically just like, "Oh, some, I lost my hat because some oh, that's right. ragamuffin continental that's shot it off my head." And then Jamie overhears this, and he's like, "You can have my hat, sir." And right. uh, and and then I think he kind of like like, "Oh, I don't know if he knew if he recognized Jamie or not." Um, but, um, it, it, I think they do get the impression that maybe he shot it off his head. I don't know. If that's, you, so I that's the vibe I got. I got the vibe. I thought Jamie told him like, maybe he did, you know, I owed you this hat. Oh yes, he did. Um, that's right. He did say that. Yeah. I, I, I would think William recognizes him as Mac, right? I mean, well, yeah. And you know what the thing seen is him a lot since like the last time the two of them talked, I think it was four or five season four or five um it was when the the native americans caught um william 
in their territory. And they said, hey, you agreed we were never coming over here. Well, you have to kill one of you or something. And then Jamie says, oh, that's my son or something like that. It's my blood. Or like, so if you, that's right. He says, if his blood is my blood. So if you take my blood, it's the same, like you will get your, your penance then. Um, and that's, so I think that's when William did kind of hear like, oh, this is my father. But I think he didn't accept it at the time because, right. you know, John Gray has been raising him and he's a great guy. He's a great guy. So, um, like my that's thing who is, he wants his You remember why Jamie had to leave though? Like when he was raising Matt or when he was raising William? Yeah, of. you mean the the real reason? Well, the, they were starting to look like each other. Yeah, like, remember, like mm-hmm. he was starting to resemble him a lot. Yeah. Um, and so obviously the, the actors don't really look that much alike. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's that far off, but I don't think they are a spitting image of each other. Um, yeah, I think if anything, William now looks like he could be John Gray's son. Like the yeah. the well, like, you know, they they the, dress the, the same and. You know, yeah. there's this really weird thing, and I am probably there. I've met people, and maybe it's just a trick the brain plays on you. Who I'm like, oh, you kind of look like one of your parents, and I say that to myself in my head, and I later I find out they're adopted. Does this ever happen to you? Where like, I, and I've seen so. other people too that like, I think oh, I you kind of look, yeah, you kind of look like uh, one of your parents, but you know, I even know you're adopted. I know you. Like, oh, you I. Know, I've actually gotten that. Um, Someone has said that about me and my oh, we, stepdad. That's what we talked about. Yeah, that's right. Someone oh, you, that's that. you. You do look a lot like your stepdad. It's weird. Oh, that's right. You, uh, you, you even Don't said this. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It's, 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 it's you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not just you, but like you're an example where like. I. Um, but I have heard other people. Other people things. have said this to you too, I've right? other situations like, well, yeah, even just, well, just me. But then I think other people that I've said that too and they're like oh well i'm adopted or or like i'm just the nephew or i don't know but there's been scenarios where they haven't been the parent and i'm just like oh well shit i just stuck my foot all the way into my mouth right you know it's gotta be (laughs) it's gotta be a trick of the brain like you just assume like or you make connections that aren't there or something i don't know well you know everyone always talks about nature nurture what if because like you're raised by someone that you you start to subtly do things to your i think you i think you do probably your behavior and like some of your um like uh what do you call them idiosyncrasies mm. um are probably the same because that's like what you you're the way you smile maybe is is influenced like things like that the way yeah there might be something to this it's interesting interesting so yeah but uh i i can kind of see some similarities oh, anyway, my Jamie point originally was like i think probably in the show they look similar like they're supposed to look similar i would think mm-hmm. um and like how is like nobody like kind of pointed out i was like oh you look just like that scottish dude <laughs> yeah when they're standing right next to each other maybe not maybe they don't look that much alike to other people but, but william does have sort of a look on his face after the interaction you know again that whole thing with uh jamie saving william's life from the native americans you know that happened when he was a kid so he might have completely forgot about that yeah um but it's it seemed like some some other bell in his head was sort of ringing just besides this is maybe mac or something i don't know maybe i'm making this up yeah but i mean he's interacted now with brie not that he knew who brie was but um i think that he knows who jamie is 
Anyway, regardless. Later on, Jamie actually gets another proposal from um, Gates, who um, they're like negotiating the surrender, I think. Um, and like one of the deals of surrender is that the British will never attack again. Um, yeah, the British they, who fought in that battle. In that battle. Like can't, General Bur- can't General fight anymore. General Burgoyne's men or something like that. Yeah, and so they... they they feel good because like, oh, well, William can't fight anymore, so he won't die yes. in, in the war. Right. Um, but there's another um, negotiation going on with this is that they want Jamie to bring Simon's body back to Scotland. And um, that's the way he can be buried on his own land. And... Um, They'll provide safe passage for, they say, Jamie and Claire um, to get to Scotland. It's funny, too, because they it seems like they're like kind of apologetic. Like, oh, sorry, you have to you have to leave and go to Scotland and deliver his body, you know. But like, this is the condition for leave, us. Leave fix. all this fun stuff. Like, we're sorry you have to do this. And he's like, that was my main quest that I, that I got stuck I doing a side quest. So yeah, so he goes out of the tent and he tells Claire, and they're happy. This is relieving. Like this is all. He's like, oh, this all sort of worked out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, All (laughs) right. Yeah. So it's exciting. And then like Ian goes to what's her name? Um, Rachel. Rachel, and talks about how he's going to go back to Scotland, and how they're sad because you know not that their love would have worked out, but he apparently. Apparently, dogs can't go on and wolves can't go on boats, which sucks. <laughs> you know, you know. I was thinking about because at first I was like, "Take them." I was like, "Just take them." What do you mean? Just yeah, that's a long trip, and that's like, what it's a long time on a boat. And, you know, he might get sick and and yeah. and everything during that. Yeah, it would probably be really him. tough on him. It'd be tough on the dog. And um, yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to take uh. Uh, living creatures if you're allowed to import them into scotland at the time you know i don't know what tsa is like at this time exactly but. exactly uh but anyway rachel likes us because it means like he'll come back he's gonna come back for rollo for sure and hopefully um, for more of the revolutionary war because <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm, we've been I, I building up to this for so yeah, long you know what and at i love this time, battle you know but it, it just feels like i just felt as though I kind of he, feel he was going to play a, a, a larger part in all I, this. I sort of feel like Jamie did play a big role, and this was his role in the Revolutionary War. You know what I mean? He did play a big role, but I would really love to, like, I don't know. I'd love to just see him, like, with, with uh, like, Thomas Jefferson and, and then uh, Washington and everyone doing a little bit more or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just would have been cool. It would be cool to see more of that. And, him fighting back to back with George Washington. Yes, yeah, ching that's ching. All, that's all I want to see is just like the scene from uh, Last Kingdom when Citrager and Rumbald are fighting back to back. Like I want to see that with. I'm just with picturing like Jamie, Jamie and George Washington. Washington, like in their final battle, um, like on horseback. They look at each other like one last ride, brother. One last ride. <laughs> give give each other like knuckles like, and they're just their coats are just ripped and they're just like they're just like cut they're off, ripped here like off. they're ripped uh, and, and they're just Washington like is just jacked 
just <laughs> explosions, explosions, explosions oh, as they yeah. ride in slow motion. <laughs> eagle, eagle swarming overhead, flying with yes. them. Like <laughs> Danny's wearing a kilt <laughs> this whole time. The and you hear song. bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> and it just <laughs> that's all I want. Is that that's too much to ask for? Like, exactly. I don't think so. Not? We don't know it didn't happen. It better happen. There's no there's no proof in history that that didn't happen. Diana Gabaldon, please. <laughs> Robert Moore, please. please give us this. Please. What do you want from me? Wow. What do you want from me? We should make the show, quite honestly. <laughs> I don't know how well the show's doing. Maybe that would, you know, turn it that on to me. A, that would get me into it. That would you get know? me into it. If, yeah. if you had never heard of Outlander, then you see a trailer with that, with that in it. You'd be like, <laughs> I need to watch this show now. You'd, yeah. And then you would fall in love with all the Scottish culture and all that stuff. And then, event, like in the back of your mind, they're like, at some point, that redhead Scottish dude is going to be fighting with George Washington and Eagle, shirtless, Eagles, just the Eagles, as, just with like, cannon fire on horses. Eagle just takes out like the soldiers that they don't get to, you know, like mm-hmm. the ones that are going to get them. But the Eagle, you know, like, just takes their eyes out, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and his name's like. And, and Jamie names him like Roger the great because American. he's never like really approved of Roger and he thinks it's like kind of like a slap at Roger but he also admires the eagle so it's like that's a good one Roger and then <laughs> I, just, I just love the the sleeves off just just, just like, like torn just torn but like they look like they were in cutoffs yeah that's what it, but like the rest of it just nice coats George and boots Washington's got like a tribal tattoo like Oh. And just just the 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 barbed wire or whatever yeah, you know barbed wire. <laughs> don't tread on me. Don't tread. On me. Oh, and that's what that's the that's what I want him to do when he kills when they get to like they do end up wiping out like this little battalion, the two of them. Yeah, and Roger, the eagle, and and they get to <laughs> they get to the commanding officer. They get him on the ground, and and Jamie is about to pull the pull the pistol but he's like no it's for you washington washington oh, walks over oh. with the pistol points the gun down <gasps> and he's like he's like tread on this bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> screen goes black we get the point of view of the <laughs> screen goes black national anthem plays <laughs> with bagpipes <laughs> with bagpipes wow wow series that's, finale right there we have the best history the u.s wow i can't believe that's how we won independence i i can <laughs> <You know. laughs> me too now right on this well yeah it could have happened like that we don't know yankee doodle this <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> one last ride bro one last ride, Jamie. All the shit we've been through, Jamie. <laughs> We're going way too far with this. <laughs> oh, man. Can you believe we get... <laughs> what? What? Can you believe we get paid for this, Jamie? 
Because of these fucking red coats. <laughs> Liberty or die, motherfucker. Liberty, Liberty or die. die. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, so, anyway, though, so Rolo is staying with uh, Rachel. And, and as they're sailing across to Scotland, we see Rachel's walking Rolo, the wolf dog, not the Viking. And they run into an old man. The old man's like, mm. oh, that's a nice dog. And he recognizes the dog because he remembered he made a threat to the dog originally at, at the funeral. What asshole would kill a dog? I know. Like, it's one, if you're going to kill someone's wife, a kid, okay. <laughs> but the dog, dog? Come on. <laughs> come on, dude. But he's like, Just kidding. But he's like, oh, someone must have really cared about you to, to give you this dog. And she's like, he does, you know, just being all, being all cute. But then he turns around and you're just like, oh, this, oh. he murder. knows then Ian cares about her. So I think at the very least, that sort of drama is going to pull them back to America. If, if not uh, like the ending that I just told you draws them back at the very least, Archbug might save the day and bring them back to America. So Archbug going to wait till Ian gets back like in a couple of years. That's lots of things. Like it's going like, to take a long time. And, yeah. and it's like, how, how is he going to find out? And let's say he does kill her. There's a great potential that he never even finds out, you know, <laughs> if he never comes back, you know, yeah. it's not like, yeah. it's not like they're, he's following her on Instagram or something, you know, yeah. like he might not ever see her again. True. It's, we don't know. And like, <sighs> I hope though he goes Archbug goes to kill her and Rolo just eats his face. That'd be great. That'd be let's hope for that. One um, thing I would change this battle is I would have had Rolo in it just uh, riding like at the beginning of Gladiator with, with the dog with uh Maximus when he charges yeah. against that. That would have been great to see just Rolo with with uh Ian mm, coming in. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But Rolo also has face paint on. Rolo and, has face paint. <laughs> And an American flag strapped to his back. That would have been sweet. That would be sweet. We should have been in charge of this episode. I know. Again, this episode was hell? great. But if they wanted a 10 or 11 score, come to us. Um, yeah, we know how to do it. Love it. How to do it. Um, so, yeah. But, so, they get on the ship. And we're not done talking about this episode yet because we missed a big, important Bree and Rogers stuff that we got to talk about, but oh yeah, big important. Um, <laughs> it actually is now. It is. Um, it is. I'm just kidding. But um, they actually is a pretty sweet end to the episode. They're on the ship. Jamie is seasick as always. Does not want to do like the um, acupuncture treatment that Claire's offering and, mm. and stuff because he's a, he's tough. Ian missing Rolo. Um, but then they hear the bells. And they come back up on deck, and it is a pretty freaking awesome way to end the episode, get you excited for the next season. They see the shoreline of Scotland for the first time, and, oh, God, I'm, I didn't look up how many years it was, do they say? But a long time. Years, but they got there before the American Revolution, before 
I think it was like 1772 or something. They got that. This this is the land. Like this is this is the land Jamie and Ian love so much. You know, they're so prideful in it, and it's their home. And they see it, and uh, it's it's pretty fucking awesome. Their reaction. Yeah, great, great uh, emotional moment. Uh, Sam Hewahan just looking really emotional, looking out onto what's probably just a CG, you know, green screen or whatever. Um, But it was. It was really cool. And it just made me get the feels for uh, how I felt about the show during like season one and two, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's what they were looking at. They were like retro because, outlander, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, ask back to season one and two stuff. Except hopefully no France. But no yes. France. Keep that out. Keep that out. France stuff out. Not that the France stuff was bad. The France stuff was good. Don't me wrong. It was all right. Okay. But anyway, I just want Scotland. That's all I'm saying. Scotland. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So let's talk about the Brian Rogers stuff because that's pretty intense right now. Yes. Um, Roger and Buck, they had gone to the stones, I think, in the last episode and found Jim's scarf. The scarf. That's what they found. The scarf. And so they know that, like, he brought him to the stones. Roger's killing himself because, like, he wrote down all these instructions and all this information he knows. And the guy just read it and is kind of going off that. And they also figure out that he might be going after the, um, Jacobite gold. Mm-hmm. Um, he took that little musket ball that the, you know, and now because originally they were worried that maybe he tried to sacrifice gem to get through the stones. Um, but now they're, they're thinking they're probably he, Rob is probably using gem um to help guide him to where the gold is uh, mm-hmm. during the time um yeah. so then buck and roger are like well we got to go back and save the day and then and then buck then um since he's going back he then realizes he, he might die on during this little right because here. they know he's going to die in that year yeah 78 yeah. it's it's emotional and they go to the stones it's always like an emotional scene whenever people are going through the stones you know um and i think they did that well and now i feel like there's some some real tension you know the question though did like does he die or did he just disappear and that's why i know they just they wrote maybe like they said he died in that year yeah they get to see he disappeared you know i guess we'll find out Uh, although fate fate doesn't seem to like care between them going back in time and not so like it, there was one time they changed the future. They did change um, the future once, yeah. This season, so I don't know. Happen again? Maybe they could. But yeah, that's that's really it. They just go back through and. Um, but I, I really like this episode for obviously the battle was awesome, but there was a lot of great emotional moments. There was the moments with them going through the stones, um, Roger and his and Buck. I mean, I lo- I love seeing Claire uh, fend off those uh, scavengers at the beginning of the episode. I loved uh, uh, the moment between Jamie and uh, Simon when he was dying in the tent. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie, Jamie and his son, you know, when is he going to just finally get to be a parent? You know, like when? <laughs> That's all he wants. That's all this man wants. Um, but yeah, great, great episode. Oh, yeah, and the Benedict Arnold stuff was, was great. Was and Pretty I can see cool. now, so I could see now we're probably not going to see Benedict Arnold again. I hope we do. 
because yeah. I, I, I like to see Rod Hallett act, but um, like what Rod told us that he's probably that he was only in one episode. Um, I could see them not going back to him. Like he, he played his role, you know. Yeah, like his storyline will probably finish without us seeing it. But it was a cool, cool uh, cameo. It was. It's fun when they bring in historical figures, like, and they impact the story. Mm-hmm. Like, it. it was cool. And then just the weight of Claire having to decide, you know, should I respect this man and maybe help him not be, you know, uh, just considered a traitor forever, but maybe we lose the war if I do that, you know, or, or should I just make sure we, we win that war and just, you know, make sure everyone is, like, anytime, you know, like some guy's like, I'll, I'm going to give you five dollars and they don't spot you that five. And you're like, Ben McDonald, you know, no, she, she was like, no, you should definitely leave. You should definitely go to the other side. Yeah, I think she's a really that's what she said. So you should really go to the British. That sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. What you're going through. What an asshole. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's pretty much the whole episode. I am excited to see how the second half of the season what awaits them in Scotland. Give me some more of that old timey Scotland stuff. I love. I love the Scottish people. I love the Scottish accent. Um. Me too. And let's find that that little boy and let's bring him home to safety. Let's bring him home to mama. Let's bring him home. Bring him bring home. home. And so. depending on how the strike and everything goes, we might have some Outlander interviews for you people. Um, depending. Maybe. No promises here. But potentially. No promises, but we'd like to. We'd like to. Depending on how that all pans out. Um yeah. But we'll we'll keep covering the season when it comes. But back you could out. probably watch our talk with Rod Hallett and see uh, a little bit of our talk about the Outlander. Yeah, our um, second talk. Stuff. With him. Our second talk with Rod Hallett. It's it's really fun talk. Really awesome guy. Really excited to see him doing other things. Um, and we we hope that he gets in a lot of other big stuff. So, yeah. But yeah. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Let you know. Let us know what you thought of our thoughts. Don't spoil where the season's going if you've read the books. Uh, we haven't, and, and probably a lot of people who watch the show and maybe listen to us haven't. So don't do that. But let us know what you thought, and, and if there's anything we missed. Um, we, we do enjoy the comments uh, explaining some of the time travel stuff. Um, you know, Sometimes we're just being intentionally idiots about it, um, yep. and sometimes we don't know. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> either way, though, it's helpful. So, yep. so go ahead and do that. Um, otherwise though, like subscribe, check us out. So you're up to date and it's like, we always say goodbye and dinner fash.